Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of the Shepherd's Voice podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Carroll, digital media specialist for the Archdiocese of Omaha, with my co-host, the Most Reverend George J. Lucas, Archbishop of Omaha. How are you today, Archbishop? I'm doing fine. Thanks. It's good to be with you. So today we're talking about kind of how COVID is still lingering and um, the uh, the so-called ugly fight against it. Um, do you want to go more in depth on that? Uh, sure. I think we're um, we're just realizing that uh, COVID continues uh, week after week, month after month. And I thought it might be good just to reflect a little bit on what would what's the um, the uh, uh, disciple of Jesus Christ supposed to be doing in, in, in the midst of all this? And what's an appropriate response for us individually as disciples, but also as a, as a community of, of believers? We were in the, the throes of COVID the spring of 2020, which is when it kind of all started, um, which brought about worldwide infections, masks, death, vaccines, and government mandates. Uh, Just when it appears the world was finding its way through the dark woods, the spawning of two variants, Delta and Omicron, uh, takes us back to 2020. We're seeing a record-setting number of cases, um, hospitals being pressured, um, and healthcare workers um, under a lot of stress, and the return of mask mandates. And I think that the normal human reaction is, let's just get it over with already. Uh, and so it, it is wearing us all down. It's a grind. And in one sense, we, you know, you, we could say, well, we're kind of going back to where we started. But when we started, I think we had there's an energy and a freshness about trying to to deal with it. And, and now um, I think we're really getting getting tired. Uh, what we have to acknowledge, uh, it seems obvious, is that this has really affected every aspect of, of our lives. So it, it's affected the way uh, we work and the way we shop and the way we go to school the way we go to church, um, how we gather uh, as family and, and friends, whether and, and how we can uh, can travel. And then the, uh, the question of um, how we live and act together in, in a real challenge for, for the, the um, field of public health. So we think not just about what's good for us and how to how to manage risks for ourselves but also we know that we're part of a part of a human community uh, part of a community of faith but certainly the part of the larger human uh, community in the, the, the towns the cities where we live and um, because we're dealing with something that's contagious uh, we have to be thinking about one another as well as thinking about ourselves do you think according to this one step forward and two steps back do you think that's the most accurate kind of feel that we have? Oh, that's one way of putting it. Uh, uh, but I, uh, it, there's, uh, I think, a frustration that we feel that we're, we maybe aren't getting um, moving forward, that we, aren't, that, that we really aren't making progress. It, it's uh, one thing that's clear, uh, even to a layman like me, in terms of, of disease, that this is very unpredictable. So uh, we can't just say, well, okay, we're going to now do this for four weeks, and then we'll be at a certain place and and um, don't have to turn back or, or you know retrace our steps. It, it just you know it, it's been it's been unpredictable, and as I said, it's affected every aspect of our lives. So there's it's it's hard to to um, just get a rest from it. You know, there's been no vacation from uh, from from COVID, and there have been times or moments where where it's, there seems to be a little less. A concern uh, for the time being, but then it kind of ramps up again. And and uh, these days, we know more and more people who who have been um, who've contracted the virus, and it continues to be the case that um, that that some people are affected very seriously by it. So we have to take it seriously. 
it's certainly a very unpredictable two years later how this is all going. Um, but how do you think parishes and schools have handled this roller coaster ride? <laughs> well, I mean, in many ways, very, very well. I, you know, I'm always uh, edified by how uh, people um, look out for one another and really try to be considerate of the, the needs of others, especially uh, those who might be um, in, in a particular danger are particularly susceptible to, um, to, uh, to illness because of other, other, other complicating factors they might have or, or because, of, because of age. At the same time, I have to say, though, I, I observed that, that within the communities of our parishes and schools, we're also feeling the stresses and the, um, uh, the, the, the temptation to be divisive and to give in to divisiveness is a present. And um, sometimes uh, we, we do... We, we do give into it. It's part of the nature of a of a contagious illness like this that that uh, there has to be some separation uh, among us. Mm-hmm. We tried to do that in, in a variety of ways that that are both sensible but also and also effective. Uh, but the we know that um, uh, that divisiveness that enters the human heart and the human spirit that that's really from the devil. That that's not um, simply a coping mechanism for for dealing with a uh, with a pandemic. Uh, the, the the devil uh, tempts us in in isolation to think of only of ourselves uh, to be fearful. Uh, we can be tempted also to uh, not um, be respectful of, of um, others who might have a different approach uh, to things or, or a different opinion on uh, on things. And uh, it's uh, kind of back to what I said at the beginning. There's a particular responsibility I think on the part of disciples of, of Jesus Christ. To approach this challenge, which none of us has been looking for, which we all wish was over, uh, uh, but to approach this challenge from from a position of faith, uh, a position of generosity, a position of um, love of neighbor that that uh, Jesus really calls all of us to to demonstrate. It's like of anything you could try to find on Amazon, this is the one thing you can't really find to, to solve this because it's such a. It's like I said, it's unpredictable how how the virus has spread and how it's still affecting everyone two years later. Yeah, and I, I think it's been a, uh, uh, an opportunity for, for us all to, to learn uh, humility. Uh, and no matter who we are, uh, none of us has the, um, the, uh, the solution for this. Uh, there, there's been no quick way out of it. And, you know, anybody who claims to, to have, you know, this is the answer and we don't need to have any other data or we don't need to learn anything else, that, that's just not, it's, it's just not true. So in, we, we like to be in control, and in many ways, up until now, we've we've been able to kind of control our environments and our social interactions in ways that have been that we've got, gotten used to and that have been comfortable for us. But but COVID has um, thrown a lot of that up up, up in the air. Humility is good always. Um, we uh, stand before God as as creatures who are in need of healing, in need of uh, divine guidance and and uh, and, and wisdom. And I think uh, I speak for myself, but but also encourage uh, others to, to to think that a pause to pray for and to look for uh, humility in the face of all this could could be a benefit to us individually, but also as a community. What about the internal psychological and spiritual effects of this whole thing? We're still trying to gauge those, I I think, but but we uh, but but they exist, and um, uh, we're we're spiritual people as well as physical, and uh, uh, our what's going on in our hearts and our minds and our souls is as important as as what goes on in uh, in, in our bodies in response to the. 
the, the challenges of, uh, of COVID. This is an opportunity for us to, to um, be prayerful, uh, to uh, pray individually, but also to be prayerful as, um, as groups so that, uh, that we can come to understand uh, together more clearly how God would want us to, to be responding within our families, uh, within our schools and, and parishes, within our community, at the, at the workplace. We have to take account of one another and, and have to, um, I'd say have to, uh, we're, we're, we're challenged to by our, by our faith to, to, be, to be respectful of each other. And, and when we, um, we sense a, a divisiveness or a lack of, of respect, I, it's important to, pr- to reflect on that prayerfully and ask the, the Lord's uh, uh, help to, to see our, our way through to living and, and working together in, in, in a way that, um, that encourages respect and, the, and rather than encouraging division or, or lack of respect. How do you think schools and parishes can continue to have that respect and integrity for one another? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been challenging. It's really been challenging for anybody in a position of leadership uh, because we don't uh, have a roadmap for how, how this should go, and none of us has ever been been through it before. So whether that leader is a pastor, a principal, whether whether it's a parent, uh, somebody who uh, is responsible for others at, uh, at, at work, uh, we, we're all doing our best, I, I think, I hope, uh, to, to um, decide what's, what's the next step uh, forward. Uh, w- within the church, we have people that, that are given particular responsibility uh, for the the um, oversight, for the guidance of um, of particular apostolates. So we have pastors who, who are appointed to really stand in the person of Jesus himself at, at the head of the parish uh, community. Uh, it doesn't mean that a pastor or, or an archbishop uh, has all the wisdom uh, that, that, that can be had, but we all try to, to consult with those who uh, have a wide Wider understanding of of things regarding the pandemic, but other aspects of our of our life together, and and then we uh, at a certain point have to to invite everybody to come together and to move forward in a certain way, and that has uh, some details attached to it that may have to do with public health and, and may have to do with how we um, how we use our facilities to, uh, together and uh, and so forth. I think it's been a particular challenge in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, uh, there seems to have been a growing agreement that it's really important that uh, students be in school, be in the classroom, if that's at all possible. And so I've really been proud of our of our Catholic school principals in, in particular for, for uh, looking for the ways for that to happen uh, that, uh, that can be safe and, uh, and effective. Not everybody is, is always in agreement on, on, the, on the details of that. Uh, and yet I think it, it, it's important that, um, first of all, we respect the, respect the role of our, of our principals who, who are very well qualified and, and um, have, have great uh, experience in running excellent schools and in taking great care of, of our students, partnering with, uh, with, with parents. We all know there's some very strong feelings about aspects of how we deal with, with COVID. And it's just uh, never possible for each of us to have our way especially when we are um, working together in, in what uh, we might say is a communitarian effort, which really almost everything in the church is. Uh, so if we belong to a parish, if, if we are participating in the life of the school, uh, we have to uh, be willing to, to express ourselves, certainly what, what we think would be good and, and helpful. 
but but then uh, always be ready and humble enough to work together uh, to follow the lead of, of those who have have uh, the responsibility of uh, of leadership. Uh, always knowing that uh, in a in a situation like this, as we said, it's unpredictable. We may have to pivot a little from from time to time. Sometimes things have to be tightened up a little. Sometimes things can can be can be loosened. Uh, we would all uh, have hoped that it, that the um, the necessity of, of, of pandemic restrictions, some of the things that seem unpleasant uh, to us, that, that those might have passed by now. But but um, but we're not there yet. Uh, so I just would encourage us all to kind uh, of have respect for those who who have been rightly given given roles of leadership in our parishes and our schools and in our uh, other in our other apostolates, and 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 to know that it, that it's never. Um, a, ref, a reflection of the of the mandate of, of the gospel to, to be disrespectful or, or, or hateful to, to someone else. Uh, we we can have disagreements, but we we must do that respectfully. And then ulti- ultimately, if we're going to be part of a of a, com, a communal effort in the church, like a, a parish or a school, we, we have to to to, uh, to get on board and and uh, and move ahead with everybody else. So that makes me think, and you've mentioned this in the past that <clears throat> the Lord might be offering us something in this at this moment. Um, and it kind of reminds me of a prayer of, Lord, what can I do for you at this time? Can you kind of go more in depth on that? Yeah, I, I think uh, for me, that's, always, that's kind of half of a prayer that I think of. So what, what can I do for you? And also, what are you offering me at this time? So we know that the Lord is in this. We just celebrated the, the Feast of Christmas not long ago. Um, it's a reminder to us that in God's plan, he sent his son to just immerse himself in, in, in our life, in, in the joys of our lives, and also in the difficulties. So Jesus is not absent um, from, from our current situation. And he, he doesn't uh, expect us to act like he is, uh, to think, well, we've never heard the gospel before, and, and we, we don't, we, we've never uh, known that, that, we're, that we need to love one another and, and that we need to be patient uh, with each other. So I think the Lord is offering us um, uh, an opportunity to, to reflect again on the, on, on the gospel, on what it means to be his disciples and, and his friends. And then, he, then he's asking us to, to uh, live in, in practical ways in the, in the details of, of living, particularly when, when we feel stressed or, or challenged to, to uh, live in a way that's, um, uh, that expresses our faith in, in, in God, but also our, our desire to, to treat um, one another as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Yes, definitely. Well, I appreciate this amazing opportunity to talk about this very serious and intentional topic. Would you be able to impart a priestly blessing on us today? We thank you, Heavenly Father, for being with us always, for sending uh, us, your son Jesus, to, to walk with us, even now in, in this challenging time. Uh, enlighten us with the, the grace of the Holy Spirit so that we might understand your will and, and follow it uh, with patience and, and with perseverance. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you all and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Archbishop. 